Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast, where you learn a no BS approach to growing a business built on purpose, authenticity, and integrity. Listen, you won't be getting any icky marketing or sleazy sales tips here. Just my uncensored approach to marketing, messaging, and sales with the leadership mindset you need to build a business that stands out and scales sustainably. I'm Denise Finieri, mom of three and former New York City educator and writing professor turned business coach. Let's get uncensored and get real about what it takes to be successful in today's online game. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As many of you may have noticed, the last few episodes were replays of a live training that I did the week before. And so if you haven't had an opportunity to catch up, there are six episodes and they're much longer than what I normally produce for the podcast as I usually like to keep um, each episode to maybe 30 minutes or so just to make it short, simple, digestible tidbits. But the last five or six episodes were trainings that I did for a week-long training that had some bonus sessions. And so um, if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to all of them, they're all really good. There's some very tangible tips in there, some business strategy. And of course, the mindset that I think is going to be really important for people to just begin to adopt as we step into 2024. So um, speaking of 2024, we are not that far away (laughs) to the new year. We're pretty much the week before the holidays. And I know if you're like my family, we have lots of family coming in. We have lots of engagements and they're all good things. So I don't want to sound, you know, uh, ungrateful because I'm very grateful that I do have a lot of my family and we get to spend a lot of time with a lot of amazing people, friends and family, but it can get a little busy around this time of year. But all in all, I'm happy to just, you know, spend some time taking time away from the business and having some vacation time with my family. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. How about you guys? Hope you all are gearing up for however you choose to spend the last couple of weeks of 2023. And speaking of the last few weeks of 2023 and stepping into 2024, every year, I want to say pretty much every year, I have done an episode on goal setting and evaluations because it's really such a good business practice to evaluate your business. It's something I teach my clients to do every single week and then to do monthly evaluations as well. Now, when I'm working with a client one-on-one, it's something that I recommend that they do. And of course, from time to time, I might send them like a feedback form, but when I'm doing a group and I really want to keep like my finger on the pulse of all of my clients, I send them a monthly feedback form. And on this feedback form, it really is walking them through a very simple evaluation of their business. And I'm going to be running a um, an event tomorrow for all of my former and current clients. And it's called Elevate 2024. And I'm going to be walking all of my former, my past clients and my current clients through an evaluation of 2023 and help them set up their plan for 2024. It's the first time I'm doing this. And I'm really excited because I get to see some people I haven't seen in a while and just catch up and really help my, you know, my community set goals for 2024 and create plans that they feel really good about, um, you know, and implementing as they head into the new year. So what I'm going to walk all of you through, um, is 
a really simple evaluation because in order for you to decide what your goal is going to be for 2024 and how you want to create the revenue that you'd like for your business, the how is really going to be decided upon a few things. And one of the things that you want to make decisions on in your business is data, is information that you have. Now, I used to work with a lot of brand new people, people who were just launching their businesses. And so for them, they really got to take a lot of, you know, um, guesses, if you will, into what you know, felt like a good goal for them, what felt, you know, stretchy, but felt like that they could do it and create a plan. But once you have been in business for any amount of time, when you're setting out goals, and by the way, I know that some people hate setting like a goal for the next year, but it just, it just makes good sense, right? For tax purposes, for just cohesion in your business. Um, So I'm not saying that if you just launched your business three months ago, use the three months of information that you have to set your plan and your goals for 2024. (laughs) So let's begin. One of the first things that I'm going to walk my community through tomorrow is just what were their goals for 2023? That's where we're going to begin. And I'm going to ask them if the goal that they're putting down, and I encourage you to think of it this way too, is the goal that you, you're you coming up with now, was that the actual goal that you set at the end of 2022? Was that the goal that you decided, this is what I'm going to work towards in 2023, or did you change it? And I have found that a lot of my clients set goals and then they change them at some point during the year. And you know, I don't think that there's a hard and fast rule that once you set a goal, you can never change it. I do think that there's appropriate times where that really might be of service to you and your business. But I also think that we don't set goals to hit them. So if my client changed their goal and they lowered the goal, I always want to know why. So if that was your experience where you're realizing the goal you just came up with now you set for 2023, you had lowered it at some point in 2023, or maybe you raised it, right? Maybe you hit the goal and decided to raise it. I would just encourage you now to figure out why did you do that? What was your reasoning behind it? And a lot of times what my clients will tell me is, well, it doesn't seem realistic now because I only have X number of months left, or I've only signed you know, this many clients or, well, I know I got fully booked in my one-on-one, but this new program didn't go the way that I want. It didn't launch the way that I wanted it to. So I'm off track. And that is indicative of how so many people think they're meant to set goals, which is that they're supposed to set a goal that they know they can hit. And, or if they're not sure that they're going to hit it, Once it to them, they believe that they can't hit it, that they should lower it. And we don't set goals to hit them, right? A goal is something that you set because it's something you haven't done before. So it should be something you haven't done before. Unless, of course, I'm not saying that there aren't, I had a non-growth year. I purposely chose a goal that I hit last year. But 
I decided to change how I was going to hit that goal. So there was some strategy behind that. It wasn't because I didn't think that I could create a goal that was bigger than last year. It was because there were some other things that I wanted to clean up in my business. And so I purposely decided to keep my goal the same from the year before. But if that's not your situation, then you want to set a goal that stretches you. You want to set a goal that is not laughable, right? So if you start laughing at the goal because it just seems so outrageous that you could possibly hit it, then that's probably not going to be a great goal for you to set. But you also don't want to set a goal that's like, yeah, I think I can do that, right? Either because you've already done it or it's just like an incremental growth. You want to set a goal that feels stretchy, feels like there's a possibility you could hit it, but is stretching you just enough to have to figure out like how you're going to hit it should bring up a little bit of resistance. And you want to work through that resistance because it's those obstacles, those, you know, that resistance that your brain offers you, that's going to actually help you hit that goal. Okay. That's why we want to set goals that stretch us because it brings up all our drama about it, which is why I encourage you that once you set a goal, don't lower it. Just let the goal be the goal and know that whether or not you hit that goal, it means nothing about you and it means nothing about your business, right? So if you are, if you're feeling enticed to lower your goal, most of the time it's because somewhere you're making that goal mean something about you, that if you hit it, you get to call yourself a success. And if you don't hit it, then you're going to call yourself, you know, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel really disappointed. And so you'd much rather just lower the goal than to feel uncomfortable emotions. When the purpose of the goal, if this is your mindset around goal setting, well, the purpose of the goal is not so much that I hit it. (laughs) It's that you get to go on a journey in learning how to hit it. And all of that wisdom that you're going to acquire in the pursuit of that goal. So decide for 2024 a stretchy goal, a goal that brings up some drama. Write down all the drama that you have about that goal. And then ask yourself, how can you solve for each one of those obstacles that your brain offers you? Okay. Now, what were your results for 2023? What did you actually end the year with? And I know we have a couple of weeks left, so the year is not over, but where you are right now, what are your current results? And what are your thoughts about that, right? How do you feel about your current results? What are your thoughts about it? I think that's really important just to notice how you feel, right? And know that you can feel proud and you can celebrate your results even if your results are less than the goal that you set for 2023, right? You don't have to wait to cross over some arbitrary line to give yourself permission to celebrate. You can celebrate 2023 with the results that you have, whatever they are. You just get to decide that you're gonna celebrate yourself no matter what, okay? I find that to be so much more serving and so much more motivating to my clients when they celebrate themselves no matter what. Now that doesn't mean you're gonna give yourself an out and just gloss over that you didn't hit your goal. No, you're gonna look at your goal from a really neutral lens of, well, and here's your next question, is what really worked in 2023? 
Where did you see your growth? Right? What worked to help you hit the results that you do have? And you want to just make a list of all the things that you did that you know contributed to the positive growth of your business. And where did you see growth? There's lots of different places in your business that you can see growth that have nothing to do with revenue and client growth. Those are the two areas that are, yes, very important, right? Because you're not in this for a hobby. This is a business. And so revenue is a really important conversation to be having about your business. Profit margins are really important to have about your business, right? Client, you know, how many clients did you end up working with throughout the year? Did you launch a program and, you know, did you launch a program and double the amount of people that joined the program the second or third time you launched it? Things like that, of course, are really important. And you definitely want to look at those things, right? Maybe it was your email list subscribers. Maybe it was your followers on social media. Notice I'm giving you very tangible and quantifiable areas that you can look at and track your growth in. So if you had 100 email subscribers and now you have 300, if you had 4,000 and now you have 5,000, it's growth, right? And it's very easy to see that growth when you train your brain to go and look for those metrics. What's not so easy that you have to work even harder at to notice the growth and give yourself the awareness of are those intangible metrics, So where did you see growth in your business that's maybe not so easy to quantify with a number or a percentage? So things like how many, how much more comfortable did you get with launching this year? Maybe you've never done a launch. You've only ever sold one-on-one and you did calls to actions for people to book consults. And this year you launched a group and you did your, you know, you did a couple of webinars. How much more confident were you in that last masterclass or, you know, webinar than you were that first one? Maybe you did an in-person workshop. You really wanted to get in person with people and you feel so much more at ease at networking events or doing in-person workshops, right? Where did you see growth that isn't as easy to capture with a number? I think it's really important for you to spend some time there and do that work. When you're done with that, now is where you can go, where I'm sure your brain has wanted to go (laughs) the whole time is, well, now what didn't work? Remember I said before, you're not going to give yourself an out for not hitting your goal. You can still celebrate yourself even if you didn't get the results that you predicted for this year or you set the goal for. And this is where it's okay to celebrate And just know you're still going to address it. I think sometimes people think that if you don't hit the goal, that you can't celebrate, that you just have to beat yourself up for not hitting the goal and figure out all the reasons why you didn't hit the goal and then beat yourself up even more, which is totally not true. You can absolutely celebrate where you ended up, where you finished, what the results were, where your transformation is at. You can totally celebrate that. Acknowledge what did work because here's what you want to do. All the things that you know work to contribute to those results, you want to keep doing a lot of those things in 2024. Why? Because they worked. (laughs) And then 
You're not giving yourself an out by celebrating. You're celebrating because you worked really freaking hard to create those results. You worked hard all year because you're worthy of celebration. And it's not mutually exclusive that if you celebrate, you can't look at what you didn't, what, what didn't work, right? No, you can do both of those things. You can totally celebrate and say, here's what worked. And now here's what didn't work, but do it from a place of neutral, right? This should not turn into an opportunity to beat yourself up about all the ways that you didn't do things or you did things that didn't give you the result that you were looking for. This is all about awareness, right? I teach meditation and I've been teaching meditation for a really long time. And this has been such a powerful thing that I say to my clients when I'm teaching meditation that it's not an opportunity to judge, right? To criticize yourself. This is all about awareness, just about awareness, observation, unnoticing. It's not an opportunity to judge, right? And I think this is really important to apply to doing an honest evaluation of what worked and what didn't work in 2023. So what didn't work? Honest place, awareness, without judgment, without criticism. What didn't work? And again, you can look at, yes, the metrics and the, and the numbers and the, the things that you can quantify, those very tangible things, but also look at some of those intangible things. What didn't work? And when you spend some time there, then the next question is to look at these two lists and say, okay, here's what worked in 2023. I know I'm going to keep doing these things. Those are the things you want to keep doing. So if you went on a bunch of podcasts and you grew your email list by 20%, and you know that a lot of those people came every time you went on a podcast, guess what should be part of your 2024 plan for visibility, right? You want to get on more podcasts, (laughs) but if you recognize that there was something that didn't work, like maybe you really forced yourself to do this like crazy webinar launch, you know, and you were sending 10 emails a day and it just felt very stressful and very overwhelming to you. Even if you hit your launch goal, maybe you just didn't enjoy it and it felt really awful, then that might be something you want to do differently in 2024, right? So that's the third piece of this evaluation is what do you want to do differently next year? But you have to first look at what you did that worked and then what didn't work. And this question, I think it can get people sometimes really frustrated with, but I don't know if it's going to work. So just notice if that's where your brain goes when I ask you the question, well, what do you want to do differently in 2024? If you're looking at the list of things that didn't work, What do you want to shift and change for next year? Okay. And if your brain says, well, I don't know if this is going to work. This is where you're going to have to put on your CEO hat and take some guesses about what you want to try differently. Maybe you didn't do any podcasting last year and I just gave you an idea, right? So you're like, oh, I would like to work on visibility. So make a list of 10 podcasts that you could go on and help get your business more visible, right? That might be something you want to do differently in 2024 if you didn't do that in 2023. And make a list of all the things you want to do differently in 2024. Okay. Also part of this, 
is when you're looking at that list of things you want to do differently in 2024, you could start to make your plan, like an action plan for it. So what are some things that you might need or brush up on in order to implement that plan? Okay, sometimes you need to work on a skill that's going to help you achieve the things that you want to do differently in 2024, right? Sometimes it's hire a business coach. Sometimes it's hire a VA. Um, It could be launching your podcast, right? I know that's a big goal that a lot of people have. And so if launching a podcast is part of your plan for 2024, what is going to go into launching a podcast? Maybe you have to buy a mic and you have to learn how to do the editing, or maybe you want to hire a podcasting team, depending on your, you know, profit margins and where you want to be with your revenue, right? Depending on just where you are in your business. Okay. The last question, which I absolutely love, if you had paid, right? So sometimes I tell people like, you know, a lot of people want to cross over six figures, right? I don't know what's so magical about that number, but a lot of people want to cross over six figures in their business. And so if you had paid six figures for everything that you experienced in your business in 2023, right? If you had paid for everything you experienced and it was a learning, right? What would be those top lessons that would have made it worth the hundred thousand dollars, right? And I think that you could even itemize them, right? So what are the lessons that you learn and how much money do you think that that lesson was learned? One of my former coaches, I've been in um, a few different programs, but one of my former business coaches, she used to say, every time somebody tells you, you know, I think I have to think about it, or if they say no on a consult, or let's say they say yes, and then they ghost you, however much money you're program was that you offered, right? You told them, here's my offer and whatever the investment was, let's say it's 5,000, right? Every time somebody says no, then you would have to sit down and write, like, what was the $5,000 lesson you learned on that console? And I think that's a really good way to look at, okay, here's everything that I experienced in my business this year. Here's all the lessons I learned. And then we're going to put a value on it. Okay. All right. This is just one piece (laughs) of setting goals. And the first step is always to do an evaluation. Okay, that's the most important piece. On the next episode, we're gonna walk through an implementation plan. So I'm actually gonna walk you through how to set your goal for 2024 and come up with a plan that you can put in action to help you hit those goals. But I wanna give you guys some time to do this work. So if you were driving in the car, I'm sure you probably had some ideas come up (laughs) as you were listening, but I do want you to take this next week to sit down and journal out all your answers to these questions because this is what you're going to need to create a really solid plan for 2024. And I'm gonna be walking you guys through that on next week's episode. And by the way, don't forget to come join me in my free Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes. It's super easy. You can just click click the link and join right from there. And in the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Those of you that celebrate Christmas, have a very Merry Christmas, and I will see you all next week. Have a great week, everybody. Hey. 
If you want to fully book business with a community of people you love to serve and the time freedom you crave, you definitely want to coach with me inside one of my programs. But first, you should join my free Facebook group, Simple Sustainable Scaling. Don't worry, I'll link to that in the show notes. And please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps get the show out to more people. And don't forget, get uncensored. I'll see you all next week.